Um, I know people right now that are very close to me that money ain't right and you can feel the energy. And it's not no hating energy. It's just a they're just always mad. Like, what the hell are you so mad about? And the other one is uh, pocket watching. You paid that much for that? Yeah. Because they love money so much because they're not used to having it. Oh my God. Hold on, Graham. <laughs> oh, shit. I said some shit, boy. Hey, in today's episode, Hustle Gang Chris is leading the way. I'm playing the backdrop. What you want to talk about today, though? I'm, I'm here with you, baby. This your show. What's up with it? Um, so this just really, if y'all tapped into the soul food, uh, we talked about some New Year's resolutions or whatever. And um, a topic that kind of came in a little bit was um, financial stressors or financial stress. Um, and I think it's an important po- topic because I feel like everybody can relate to this, especially being minorities, man. At least I don't know the exact percentage, but I'm a I'm gonna say majority of us have dealt deal with this on a daily basis, especially with most of America dealing with paycheck to paycheck, living paycheck to paycheck, man. Seven out of so, ten Americans, just for the statistical people out there, seven out of ten Americans. It did not have a color on it far as ethnicity but seven out of ten americans live check to check across america um and when you think of that the culture is the minority right and majority of the minority is poor but go ahead brother <laughs> you like yeah. that majority of the minority I'm yeah, the i like i like that. a couple bars bro and the way i look at it it's just a burden on your back bro like this one thing that we can control majority control in our life. We can control our health up to a certain point, but some of us just get cancer or some of us get diabetes. You can control your job. So to a certain point. I ain't noticed for sure. And respect to anybody who deal with diabetes. I think you can control it with the correct diet. I know you can't stop cancer. If well, you yeah, I mean, if diabetes, but some of the other one is inherited. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. And that's and, 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 and guess what? That's mostly inherited in what community? African Americans. Thank you, sir. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, like I was saying, you could you can control your job to a certain point, but hey, they say they you fire, you fire. Um, your car, you can't you you can take care of your car as good as you can, but hey, you might get in a wreck. Somebody might hit you. Somebody might steal your car. But this paycheck to paycheck shit, we can control it if we if we get ahead of it. Uh, we can't control emergencies, but if we lock in, if we do this budget every day, if we if we cut out this bullshit that we buy, if we can get out this rat race, then we won't have to have this stress, bro. Because you can't tell me that going in Walmart and having to fucking go through the basket six times to make sure that you can afford everything on the damn card, or when Graham told me that he wouldn't go in the fucking gas station. Because he didn't want to spend twenty dollars, you know what I'm saying? Like, who wants to live like that? And it, it wasn't that I, 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 no. I didn't want to. I couldn't. No, it's it, we got to keep it like it is. Yeah. Keep it G. Like for everybody that's listening, that's the type of sacrifice it took for me to get out of my financial hole. Is I didn't go in the gas station because statistics show, studies show that if you go in the gas station, you're liable to spend twenty dollars. Uh, I know me. I'm gonna get a big ass bottle of Fiji water. 
uh, at that time, I, I wasn't even smoking Black and Miles, but I probably get a new lighter just because it was at the front and it looked good. <laughs> I'm gonna get some gummy lifesavers and I'm gonna get a ten dollar lottery ticket because in the back of my mind, that lottery ticket is gonna change my life. If you do that five times a week, you do the math. That's a hundred dollars, right? Um, so no, it do take that. You're right. The financial stress, and you did bring up a couple of things. I'm not here to steal your thunder. You did bring up a couple of things. You said the car having issues. Well, if you look at the true accountability and the financial stress that come with that, you could purchase the right car, the car that you can't afford. So you can't be making $25,000 a year buying a $35,000 car because when that $35,000 car a year needs maintenance, it's already out of your pay grade. It's already out of your range. You shouldn't even be driving that vehicle making $20,000 a year. That's why I don't get, I love cars. They don't make Mercedes Benz for me because I ain't about to drop that shit off and tell me, call me when it's ready because I need to know how much it costs when it's time to pick it up. But people who really can't afford those vehicles don't even look at it. They don't try to fix the car themselves. They don't try to work on nothing. They don't take nothing to their homeboy house. They take it to the dealership. It's a certain level of money that you got to have. And and I will tell you that without taking your shine and your show is. I have after going through so many emergencies that I couldn't afford or, or sitting there, uh, not necessarily crying, but sad that. The truck needed new tires, and I was driving around on Maypops. If you don't know what Maypops is, that means they may pop any minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was driving on those because I couldn't afford a new set of tires, and I had to put a new set of tires on a credit card because I was broke, right? Going through those situations make you a man, make you more uh, uh, make you more understanding of what you should uh, do and, and, and pay attention of. So with that, uh, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So now I don't merely have emergencies. Things that are normally used to be emergencies is mere inconveniences. But I work hard to achieve that status. So if the tires pop right now, I'm going to be mad probably because I'm going to need somebody to come pick me up. But I'm just going to buy another set of tires. And that's just a different level. But go ahead, bro. Hey, man, you hit that that right on the point. I mean, right on the spot, bro. Like right on the money. Like that's that's the whole perspective that I'm trying to put into everybody who's listening today, bro. Like we got too much other shit going on to be stressing every two weeks when we when we can actually do what's what we need to do to eliminate this problem we got we already got anxiety and depression just from everyday life shit you know what i'm saying kids work covid it's a pandemic whatever bro but this right here this every two weeks this paycheck to paycheck so let me let me ask you this. Out of everything you named, what would you believe the number one stressor is? Money. So COVID ain't bad to deal with if your money right, y'all. It from with besides the health besides, besides the health, health perspective. Um, it's not, bro. And you know, it's like when 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 people talking about like investing and and making your money like work for you and the extra side incomes and all this, like they really be stressing that because they, they see they, they on the other side of the fence. So word, like that's what I be thinking too. Like I think people be thinking I'd be trying to talk down on certain situations because a lot of stuff that we speak on is what the average person is going through. I know some people probably stopped listening to us when I said you only make 20 and you drive a $30,000 vehicle. I've done my homework, though. I know what the regular household make, and I know a damn sure know what the black household make, twenty-eight dollars to $32,000 a year. So if you put even put that in perspective, right, if somebody have on a pair of Gucci shoes and pocketbook, 
or for a female, right? If they are authentic, at a minimum, if they have a mid size or a small per- purse and the Gucci sneakers for a female, that's two thousand dollars, right? I just told you the average household makes twenty to thirty two thousand dollars a year. So let's add that math into it. That means somebody made three thousand dollars a month and they spent two thousand on apparel. So they spent eighty percent of their check on clothes. If it is authentic and it is what it is. Not eh, whatever. But when I say anything of that nature, is uh I'm talking down, I'm acting new. I'm just keeping it 1000. I know numbers and I know what see the thing about big hustle. I know the price of every I know the value of everything. I don't too much care about the price, but I know the value of everything. I know the resale values, I know the market value, I know the shelf value. Um so when I do buy certain things, and that don't mean I don't buy things at full price, I know the value of it. Um I don't if I want something, I don't too much care about the price. But everybody know the price of everything and the value of nothing. And like I said before, I'm not talking down on anyone who buys designer clothes. I buy designer clothes when I feel like it. It doesn't. Man made the clothes. Clothes never made the man. It don't change who I am. I do. I do feel a little bit smooth. And, and I think when you really think about it, I know we off topic. I'm going to get back to this episode, but it is a status symbol. You know, when I step out with them reds on my feet, you know, I got a little change or either I went and broke to look like I got a little change. You know what I'm saying? So it is yeah. in that it is in that mindset, but it is what it is. I'm up echelon. You know, high, high, I'm a high pole class, whatever uh, future say, whatever. Go ahead, bro. Uh, but with that, though, let me ask you this. So financial stress. Man, you hit some topics, boy. You said in Walmart going through the basket to make sure you got enough. That's 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 deep. That's deep, yo. Because it's so yeah, it's so common, and people want to run from it, um, or don't want to acknowledge it. Uh, but and go ahead. Yeah, bro. Like, and that's just. Uh, I mean, some people might like. For me, like when I be making decisions, like, and it's 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 not a bad thing that I actually before I buy every before I buy some, I'm like, okay, how much is this? You know what I'm saying? But to some point, you want to get to the point where, like, it don't matter to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I want to go to New York this weekend. Let me go. You know what I'm saying? Where you want to get to that point. You don't want to be tiptoeing on everything that you do. So so we can probably. So we, you said financial stress before we started. The way you started off with all that aggression, which I like, and I want you to keep going. I was going to name it PTSD. <laughs> but we kind of talking about financial freedom in the same breath. Yeah, like okay. yeah, that's 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 where it's going. So you know let's, do let's do this. Let's do this. Eliminate the financial stress, nigga. Financial freedom coming. So let's go ten minutes, fifteen minutes, and let's 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 really dig into the ills of financial stress, and then we'll do another episode on financial freedom. Because then you got to level up. We don't want to put them in the same episodes. You see what I'm saying? I think I think we own something. So financial stress, I'm going to tell you right now, everything you said earlier, uh, the, I, I don't really call it financial stress. I call it pressure. It's people dealing with a lot of pressure uh, because if your money ain't right, you ain't thinking right. You ain't moving right. You ain't acting right. Uh, 
your your vibes is off, your energy is off. And, and you taking risks. And you're going to take some risks. And you're you, going to take some risks. You're probably going to snake up somebody for that check. You're probably going to play your back door, your partner for that check. Because you're in a situation of distress. Um, I know people right now that are very close to me that money ain't right and you can feel the energy. And it's not no hating energy. It's just a, they're just always mad. Like, what the hell are you so mad about? And the other one is uh, pocket watching. You paid that much for that? Yeah. Because they love money so much because they're not used to having it. Oh my God. Hold on, Graham. Oh, shit. I said some shit, boy. They value money so much because they're not used to having money. And the relationship with money has to change. That's the problem. See, the culture has a bad relationship with money because they're not used to having money. Right? When you have an abundance of money coming in and out and you're not dealing with that PTSD, your relationship with money changes. Your vision is clear, bro. Yeah. Ain't too much caught up in the spinning it. Think about it like this. Most of your D-boys, your big meeches, right? They didn't care about the money because it was coming back so fast. But I'm I'm sitting here telling everybody listening right now, you don't have to live that lifestyle to achieve that kind of freedom. Here we go talking about freedom. Fuck it. (laughs) Uh, You you don't have to live that lifestyle. You can do everything the right way. And and I think that's what we're trying to tell people. Like you can work a real job and, and get good money. You can invest on the side, whether it be trading, real estate. You can do a side hustle. Um, you can get into any industry you want that you are willing to work to be great at. Um, yeah, your annual salary don't determine your worth, bro. Exactly. Ooh, hold on, boy. And the annual salary that's set by your employer, damn sure don't deserve, determine your worth. Because, I mean, yeah. Because at the end of the day, the Air Force underpaying me. The Air Force is underpaying me. They're unappreciative and they're ungrateful for the greatness that I do, that they that I'm able to grace their presence with. Oh shit! Hold on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because I know what I bring to the table. I know my worth, so I add tax. How do I add tax? Uh, how do I add tax in the Air Force in the situation where I do get promoted, but not on the scale like in the regular businesses? I make sure that I'm the best at what I do, and everybody around me. Everything I touch turned into gold. I got a green thumb, man. Every flower I plant blossom. They turn into big oak trees. Uh, and I can say that because my records and resume show you that I ain't just talking. But uh, the the pressure of being financially unstable is tough. I could not imagine having my child now and being at that level that I was five years ago. And we all come up with these dumbass theories. Oh, if I have a child, I'm going to get my shit together once I have my child because I got to do better for them. Well, you know, you gotta hard, do better for yourself first. You know how hard it is to climb out of a hole, bro. Listen, bro. You gotta take care of. Your, that's what people don't understand. If you if you not if self not taken care of, you can't take care of others. And and being prepared for a child is, you know, what I'm saying that's a that's a long shot because I mean you it never don't really stop. Ready. Yeah, it, it don't stop, bro. But the the level that we are trying to achieve is is for the kids. It's for the it's for our families, bro. Because if we not financially stressed, we not pressuring our ca- our kids to get a fucking job when they turn sixteen. We not pressuring them to get the fuck out when they turn eighteen. Y'all excuse Christopher Kirsten, he's in his bag. But go ahead, bro. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We not 
we're not forcing them to to put them put themselves in bad situations because now mama in the, in the head like oh i gotta i gotta get out when i'm 18 19 damn let me just go to college the move different let me just go let me just go That's like, so nah if we not financially stressed our kids aren't stressed now we can teach them the principles that we know and we learn and they can go from there. So all this leads to something bigger than us. But I tell you what, nobody want to walk around like this, bro. Nobody want you when you when you open up your bank app and you see that shit. If that shit don't touch your heart, bro, like you ain't hungry. Yeah, I don't even look no more. I be spending bad sometimes. <laughs> But I tell you what, I tell you some gangster, some real, some like kind of back to what you had just say for real, for real. Um, you know, I ain't really going to deep detail, but I mean, if you can read between the lines, you know, I've been wanting to have a baby for a long time, you know, approximately seven, eight years and whatever, right? Much as I pray and 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 grateful and know that God delivered when it was on His time, which is now. I'm glad he answered my prayers when I started a couple years ago because everything you just said would have been a chain reaction. I'm already frustrated now and money coming in, money going out, businesses going up, everything good. Life life is frustrating with, as itself. So imagine yeah. that looking at that little girl like right now, I, I don't, there ain't nothing I can't get her if she needs it. I just got to deal with the frustrations of I'm trying to enjoy some good sleep and she's just screaming at the top of her lungs for no reason. And that's frustrating within itself. But imagine waking up in the middle of the night like I did last night because she's just hollering. And then thinking like, damn, I ain't got no money for no pampers for her ass. Or, you know, like that's that pressure, yo. And, and that's, 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 that, that's that shit to make you fold. And I ain't making excuses for nobody. And I'm not putting anything on the on the front front. But that's the reason. I mean, not the reason, but people like that suicide and beat up their wives and shit like that and beat up their kids and go crazy and go loco. They're not. They 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 going through some pressure. And 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 if you peel that onion back nine times out of ten, it's some financial pressure. You know how stressful it is to come home from working all day and you still ain't got enough and you got to worry about paying your light bill. I ain't had that pressure on me, but I'm just saying, my pressure. I, I paid all my needs. I ain't had no money left for my wants, but I was still yeah. trying to buy my wants, which was t- taken away from more stuff that I wanted. <laughs> right. I had all my needs yeah. covered, you know, even even in my roughest of storms. So I can't even say I felt real pressure. Um, I felt real pressure because I couldn't live the lifestyle that I truly wanted to live. So that that was enough pressure for me to say for me to turn up. Yeah, like hold on, bro, you want to do this? You know what I'm saying? It was just lifestyle for me. Far as my needs, mortgage, lights, water, gas, car notes, we was covered. I didn't have anything left over after that, and that woke me the hell up. Like. Man, I'm gonna do this shit for the rest of my life, or I'm gonna get figure this out. And like you say, with the rat race, you got to make bridge that gap. And I would tell you too that, you know, I ain't no other way to say. Man, this shit nice on the other side of the rat race. Is is that simple? Like it's it's great, yo. You you speak on it with a different <laughs> tone, with a different spirit, bro, and that shit motivate me. Yeah, like. It's, you know it's nothing, like, yo. It's like it's, I've been, you know, I've been with you when you was on the same size of fence as everybody else, and I can tell the difference, bro. I peeped the energy, bro. I peeped the vibe, bro. I peeped the, you know, what I'm saying, I peeped just the spirit. So you saying I changed? 
No, you didn't change, bro. You just <laughs> elevated. <laughs> you elevated, bro. And and you just you stayed true to who you was, bro. You you stayed down. It's different, yo. And and it's the relationship with money changes. Yeah, Granted, bro, like when I didn't have money, my relationship with money was the same. <laughs> I never valued money. I always value people in time. I, I I valued people a lot. I think I value people too much. I know my heart is gonna get me killed, but it got me here, so I gotta keep riding with it. Because I have a great heart and I know people yeah. abuse it, it, me. It ain't a, it ain't it ain't about the dollar amount. It's bro. never it's about, about that. It's all it's about, about what you can what you can do with it, bro. Like hey, like like say, I mean, I, I mean you do I mean you do a lot of generous shit, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. that's the position that that's the position to having money put you in to yeah. take care of not, not take care of people like wipe they ass, but <laughs> if you want to be generous, you can be. It's, it's not a problem. Yeah. And that's what that's what it's about, bro. Or, Being you know able. If you, if you in five years, if you got X amount of money and you say, hey, bro, it was nice Air Force, but I can't do it no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. You know, the ultimate goal is to buy your own freedom back. Yeah. Because and that's what that's what um, turned me up, bro. Not, not going into details and shit, yeah, but yeah. like I had my back against the wall, bro. You, you changed since then, too. I like it, though. I had you my back against into the a wall, gorilla. Though. <laughs> I'm like shit. I can't. I can't ever depend on on somebody to feed me, bro. Because I got responsibilities. And and, and and if I was to get exiled, I need to be still straight. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing, yo. That's what. Oof. We gonna keep going. That's what employers do to an extent. Is they make you depend on them because if someone hires you, like let's just say the Air Force, who has in a sense, we make it look good, but they truly have complete control over our lives. Like, people get kicked out for running stop signs type shit. Um, so you had a other incident that we not detailing about. What opened my eyes up about the Air Force was COVID. Right? Somebody the vaccine. No, 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 no. When COVID hit, 2019... And I was able to sit in that same house and, and on, on Fairboy, oh. and I was like retired while while still being in. And I sat there like, "Yo, this is this is popping," because we couldn't do nothing at work, and all that was shut down. And I was still getting that same check. And I was like, "Yo, this motivated me to get right." And then all the work I did while I was there, um, you know, while I was in Ohio. One of the, one of somebody, not my close coworker, but a coworker in our same unit got, got murdered by his wife. Um, it wasn't so much of the lack of, cause I know life goes on, but I say, I'll, they, they put somebody else in his seat within the next week or two. Hire somebody else. I say all that to say that people kill themselves <coughs> for the job and the job don't want to replace you as soon as you go away. And another thing that is a trap with high paying jobs, which we ain't getting high paid by any means, but we get paid well, uh, is that keeps people in a worker mindset. Because yeah, like, it, it make you comfortable. Com- and, and comfort is the key. To, and comfort is the number one killer of all uh, ambitious people. Yeah. I'm going to tell and you why. I, Go ahead. Oh, I just. Hey, you know me. I, I seen a, a tweet from a guy who has a podcast. Get off Twitter. Um, one hundred and fifty thousand is the killer of all millionaires because that's when everybody gets comfortable. When they get 150. 
that's tough. That's real. Because I know real, once bro. I felt like I made a hundred, I'm good. But dang, my thigh, I need more. Um, but that's crazy, yo. But I, you know, I say all that to say like, I was blinded at one time. Like the Air Force got me. They don't love me, bro. I'm just another person. And you see now the the, the little things that I, like you're going through stuff from a different perspective. But a lot of the stuff I talk about is out of frustration for a broken system. Um, and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love what I do. The Air Force is cool and shit. I know it ain't here forever. I know if I was to leave today, they would backfill my spot and whatever happens, happens, whether it be good, bad or indifferent. And I cannot allow them to have full control because when I was coming in, when I came in, they were doing what they call the drawback with Barack Obama. Basically, they were taking every E6 in a unit and they rack and stack them one through 15. Then they look at how many people that had to be cut. So if it was like 11 through 15 needed to be cut, they gave you like a $30,000 check and you went out on good terms. <laughs> and they can do that now. If, 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 if the, the, whatever they, they call them, the administration, the people in the office right now, if they decide to do a drawback, they could do it. Uh, <laughs> but I say all that to say is that some of the people who they put out was great technicians. They just wasn't politicians and they loved the air force with all their heart, gave it all they had. And just because they didn't look good on paper or kiss the right ass or, or bring the right person coffee, they were kicked out and they had nothing else going on. All they had was the Air Force. So, yeah, the Air Force gave them a thirty, forty thousand dollar check and the separation papers. But they main life was to retire and get to the highest level possible. When I seen the people get mistreated at a young age, I was like, this shit is not what they make it seem. So when COVID hit and everything slowed down, when when COVID hit, life slowed down and everything became clear to me. And you see, I ain't stopped really since then. Yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> But that's part of having that financial stress. That's that part. Because right now, if the Air Force took my feet from up under me, I won't say I'll be fine. Because I don't want to have to prove that I'll be fine, but I'll be fine. You you still be swimming? Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a little, you know, a little razzle. And I got stuff going on. I tell you, I want my third. I said on a couple episodes ago, I want my third income to be more than my first income. And boy, if this ain't on the way. <laughs> Lost a hey, lost a little sleep, got a little, lot of frustration, but I would tell you around February to be sure, maybe March, my third gig would be making more than my Air Force check. Damn. <laughs> uh, but nah, what else you got on this topic though? Man, I think we hit. I the think nail you on killed the, it. You say the nail on the coffin, the hammer on the head. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, bro. Uh, close enough, yo. Oh, nah, we definitely, we definitely smacked that one. Um, I think, yeah, I think we hit them all. Like, I, I think I'm not gonna dig too deep into. I've been here an hour of the real, true pressures of financial stress. What it messes up. People are bitter. People are angry. That's where the jealousy comes in. That's where the hate comes in. That's where the envy comes in. Yeah. Bro, it all on, stems bro. from when your money ain't right. Like right now, it, it also helps on the other side too, because I'm not impressed by anybody because whatever I came from a hole and I built myself up. And I think character is built. I think you do need to mess your checks up. You do need to the F up. Even if you listen to this cast, go F up a check or two and, and find a way back. Like, so you can see what it feel like to necessarily quote unquote fall off. 
Like I needed to fall off to be where I'm at today. Because every time I go do something stupid or think about it, I start thinking about, damn, you remember them cold nights in Ohio? When I was like, yo, cut that damn heat off so that light bill ain't over 130. I need, if that shit over 200, we we in a bad situation. That's that. I, I love that pain. But yo, thank y'all for tuning in. Financial stress, PTSD, whatever we're going to call it, we're going to call it. We out. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. We'll catch you next time.